everybody, it's Gamer Menchaca. Last week we went over Matthew 6:33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So what we were talking about is basically prioritizing seeking God first, seeking his righteousness, what pleases the Lord, what displeases him first in our own life, and then using that as setting the pace and the and the path forward into everything else we do. Uh, this week, I want to stay in that area of first, putting things first. So first, uh, I do want to say that this title of this message is a very simple one. Your first ministry. So your first ministry. So I want to take us into the book of Proverbs. So Proverbs chapter 10, verse 9, and it says this, Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. So what this points out to me, and, and I'm not saying it in the sense of like, I think the Bible says, what I'm saying is what it's saying is when we walk in integrity, we walk in security. When we walk in a crooked way, meaning dishonest, things aren't upright, uh, we'll be found out. And, you know, in a lot of the world right now, we see a lot of uh, our leaders, uh, even pastors, we see ministers and ministries uh, kind of being exposed for some of the things that were going on in the background. And if this can put a healthy fear into you, of walking and speaking and doing everything you do in front of people, making it completely the same away from people. I hope this helps you today. So I, I like to say it like this, be right inside so you can be right in front. Be right inside so you can be right in front. And uh, integrity means this. It's defined this way. The quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness, uh, there's an example sentence. He is known to be a man of integrity. Uh, the state of being whole and undivided. So an understanding what integrity is, we've defined it as basically being the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. So we define and we uh, take from the scripture, the word of God, that creates a, an understanding of us what morality is and what morality isn't, uh, what honesty is and what honesty isn't. So we have the definition and the standard of both those things from the Bible. In moving forward, the application of that understanding into our everyday life creates an integrity. So I, I like to think of it like this. If uh, you were selling maybe a, uh, a flask or like one of those, those hydro flasks for water and you were selling it on OfferUp or, or Facebook Marketplace or something and you actually stabbed a hole in it with a nail and you tried to sell it, it would be uh, a failure. Uh, people would feel ripped off. You sold them uh, something that, that was not uh, good. It, it lacked the integrity. And so our first ministry in anything we do, uh, for the single person or for the married one, this isn't a message for a married couple. This isn't a message for somebody who's living a single life. This is a message for anyone listening, trying to pursue Christ, trying to know Christ, trying to have a relationship with our Father in heaven, uh, knowing that Jesus died on the cross for us. This is for everybody who walks in that way. Uh, and it's this, our first ministry is our own personal walk. 
And that may sound very selfish, but our first ministry is our own personal walk. Because if we're not, if we're not focused on that ministry, everything else becomes uh, uh, diluted, convoluted, uh, corrupted. It becomes, you know, um, ugly. So ministry is the spiritual work or service of any Christian or a group of Christians, especially evangelism. So, you know, it, this is how uh, the dictionary defines ministry, the spiritual work or service of any Christian or group of Christians. So the spiritual work, your first ministry, your first area of spiritual work is your personal walk with Jesus, your personal walk daily saying, Lord, I want to know who you are. I just don't want to speak of you. I want to know you. And so in looking at ministry, what we understand is that it's a personal walk that we must be focused on. Our first ministry is our own personal walk. It should be so normal that someone asks you, hey, what do you got going on this weekend? Uh, you know, I'm going I'm to actually focus on some ministry this weekend. Uh, oh, really? What ministry? What are you going to be part of? You know what, man? I'm actually going to just read my Bible and pray. I'm going to take some time and just go and, and sit down somewhere and just read my Bible and pray. Well, that's not ministry. Yes, it is. It's the spiritual work. You're putting in that spiritual work. That ministry that should be of vital importance is the one thing that you should be focused on more than anything else. And so uh, somebody can ask you, you know what you got going on this weekend? I'm going to do some ministry. <laughs> um, I'm going to pray and read the word so that the Holy Spirit can speak to me and build me up to serve better. You have to be right inside in order to be right in front. And so what I'm trying to also speak to is uh, those that are artists or performers, uh, musicians that are usually, you know, they find themselves in front of a crowd, uh, uh, rappers, you know, uh, hip hop artists, uh, um, you know, uh, hardcore bands, uh, singers, solo artists, singer songwriters, uh, painters, dancers, all these people that find themselves in front of crowds. So it's something that I love to, to really uh, challenge you with. Be right inside so you can be right when you're in front. Because uh, there's, there's something that, that we lose when we lack integrity. When we lack integrity, when we stand in front of people, something gets lost. Because we don't, we're not able to hold what the Holy Spirit put in us. And so it may be good, but it could be great if the Holy Spirit works with you. I believe the fear of the Lord uh, comes into work here. This, this fear that I was talking about, a healthy fear. The fear that if Jesus stood in front of us, he would call out the hypocrisy. You know, if, if Jesus stands in front of me, and uh, you know, it's, it's funny because every time, um, you know, when I was growing up in church, my, my father uh, is a pastor. And so growing up in church, whenever there was a prophet coming or somebody we knew moved in like a prophetic gifting, it was like, oh man, you better repent before tonight's service. You better repent before service because if you have any sin, man, they're going to call it out. Now we know, now we know that, that the Lord doesn't work that way in the sense of saying like embarrassing us, shaming us. But as you know, an immature uh, teenager, I was always He's like, oh man, like I better repent. I don't want to get called out in front of everybody, you know? And so this is something that I think is, is uh, when I think about Jesus and I think about standing in front of him or, or, you know, him just standing in front of me and looking at me, any sin, I would be like so guilty. I would be like, man, he, I can't even look at him. 
You know, it's convicting to me. And so this is that healthy fear that we know we want to walk in truth. Where that if Jesus stood in front of us, it would be like, no, man, you know who I am, Jesus. I know I'm not perfect. I know there is sin. There's, there's thoughts. There's desires. There's things in me that are not good. But I know that I walk with integrity and I pursue to know you. And I'm not in this uh, purposefully sinful life pursuing sin more than you. And so... If Jesus was, was in front of me, and it's this idea that, uh, that what we preach isn't what we practice, this is something you should be afraid of. Everything we preach should be in practice. So uh, you might be like, you know, oh man, there's grace. You know, what about grace? Grace, there's grace of God. Uh, there is, but there is also confrontation. See, Jesus displayed both in, in amazing ways. He spoke in ways that was, you know, to the crowd about grace, but then he also confronted people in a crowd. And we read that in the book of Matthew chapter 23 verses 1 through 2. It says this, then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. So do and observe whatever they tell you, but not the works they do, for they preach, but do not practice. Let me read that again. Then Jesus said to the crowds, and to his disciples. So Jesus said to the crowds, everybody there. <laughs> I don't know how many there were there, but we do know that there was points in time when Jesus preached to 5,000 people. So we can imagine anywhere between at least 12 and 5,000. So he speaks to the crowds and then he says to the crowd, uh, you know, listen to what they say. Listen to what these scribes and these Pharisees, listen to what they say. It's good stuff. But uh, um, uh, not the works they do. Don't, don't listen. Uh, don't, don't look at that stuff because they don't, they don't practice what they preach. He literally said, for they preach, but do not practice. So we can learn, but, but Jesus calls out the thing that is real, the thing that is not being practiced. And, and when we come into relationship with Jesus, this is a healthy thing. Jesus calls out what we're not practicing. And so in 25 through 28, it says this, uh, book of Matthew chapter 23, verses 25 through 28, it says this, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside they're full of greed and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and the plate that the outside may also be clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. So again, let's pinpoint a few things. Jesus said all of this in front of a crowd. So when we talk about grace, there's a lot of grace. God gives us grace. Uh, but we also talk about truth and confrontation and Jesus calling it out in front of a bunch of people. And, and then uh, he respected the position. Jesus didn't belittle them and say like, oh, they're nobodies. He, he said, no, what they're talking about, some of the stuff they're saying is true. You should do it. But they don't practice what they preach. And then he exposed them, he challenged their character, and he spoke more of what was inside than what was the outside. And this is the basis of what I'm saying. Your first ministry all comes from what's going on inside. Uh, he spoke more of what was inside than what was outside. 
So be right inside so you can be right in front. When you're in front of people, when you're in front of Jesus, when you're standing on a platform, when you're putting up a video, what's right inside matters because it, it has to speak to what's being preached, what you're practicing and what you're preaching. And so Jesus was speaking to them personally. He spoke to them. He, he said something to them. Uh, do and observe whatever they tell you, but not the works they do. He said, do and observe whatever they tell you, specifically calling them out. So we can learn a lot about being a Christian, but to live as one is entirely different. <laughs> we can learn a lot about it. There's, you, know, you can find so many things, so many good sermons, so many good teachings, and you can learn about all these things. But living as one is entirely a different thing. And so being right inside is an identification of the Holy Spirit working in us. So the Holy Spirit will work in us in the same spirit that Christ called out hypocrisy. Christ called it out. They're not practicing what they're preaching. He called it out uh, to the religious leader. The Holy Spirit calls out hypocrisy in our own lives. The Holy Spirit will speak to it. You know, sometimes in front of a crowd, you know, like uh, it's funny because sometimes you'll go to a church service or you'll, you'll hear a sermon and you're like, man, that person, they're speaking to me. Uh, you know, it's like hitting me like right here. And it's like, well, this is what the Holy Spirit is doing. He's working in you. He's doing something to help you uh, build out these things so you can be right inside. God is at work in you. Integrity is holding on to what the Holy Spirit has convicted you of. That's what integrity is. It's holding on to it, knowing that, okay, I know the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to me about this. He challenged me to stop doing this. He challenged me to no longer be in this relationship. He challenged me to change some of the way I think and holding on to that. That's integrity. Character is applying that conviction. Character is saying, the Holy Spirit told me not to do that. So I can't do that. Everybody else, that's on you. I can't do that because the integrity I hold, that what I hold is from the Holy Spirit and my integrity uh, leads me in the direction to apply it into my life and that's the character. So God is at work in you. Integrity is holding on to what the Holy Spirit has convicted you of and character is applying that conviction. Philippians 2, 12 through 13 says this, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. God is working in you. 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Put the first things first. Put the first things first. Your first ministry is your personal walk, making sure that you're right with our Father in heaven. Making sure that you're saying, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Jesus, lead me. Let me know who you, who, who you are, your character, what you did, what you said, and, and what you're saying and what you're doing. And I want to know these things so I can live like you, Christ. So I can live like you, Jesus. Uh, so Holy Spirit, uh, convict me, work in me. God, help me. Uh, be right inside so you can be right when you're in front. 
Be right inside so you can be right when you're in front. Thank you all for listening. I do want to share that, you know, Vanessa and I are currently doing a podcast series on family and missions. We're talking about our children raising kids in, in a different country. We're talking about being married and being part of ministry. And I do hope that it encourages some of you. I know that some of you may have a heart for missions. And so what we're trying to do is share information from our experience and give some insight into some of the things that we went through that hopefully you learn from and you're like, man, like, like we should do it this way because we know that that way doesn't work. And on top of that, I hope it encourages just if you're married and you're part of a ministry or you're doing, you're part of some uh, um, something that you're doing together as a couple, uh, some of the challenges that we faced, some of the things that we saw and some of the things that really helped us and spoke to us and challenged us. So I do want to encourage you to uh, have a listen. It's just Gabriel Menchaca podcast. You can search it on all the streaming platforms. And I do want to encourage you also to uh, sign up for our email newsletter at NWL church.com and you'll get all the sermons all the updates directly to your email and let's stay in touch god bless